Hi everyone, welcome to Blogging for the Blind. I am your Commander-in-Chief. I'm Michael Lay. Hi, if you've not listened to this before, this is what it's like. I just read out a blog. Uh, I'll probably fuck it up. I don't go back and edit it. It's just, just how it is. I'm just standing in my kitchen. Uh, and if you haven't listened to this for a while, that's because I haven't done one in exactly 17,000 million years. But I wrote a blog today. And uh, it's become very popular, and that's nice, and I thought it was good anyway. So, um, here we go. Uh, it's, do you know what? I've missed you guys. I've missed you. I'd like to tell you to your face that I've missed you. So, if you do feel like it, why not come to see me this Tuesday, the 20-something <laughs> of April, uh, in Brighton, at the Caroline of Brunswick. Um, it's like a do-the-right-thing! But without Ben or Margaret. So Danielle and I are doing an hour each. I'm on first. Then we all have a well-earned drink and Jesus Christ cry. Uh, and then we'll all cheer up for um, Danielle. Uh, who's got a brilliant show. Uh, I don't really even know what I'm doing yet. Uh, I'm a bit rock and roll. Uh, and by that I mean um, ill-prepared. So here is um, a blog. It's been a while, isn't it? Hey, you all right? You look nice. You look really hot. I'm looking at the back of your head right now. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Um, this was written on Saturday, the 23rd of April, 2016. And this blog is called Arsehole, formerly known as David. On Thursday, like so many of us, I put on my black armband and walked to the local florist. When the young woman who worked there asked if she could help, I wiped tears from my eyes and my throat cracked a lost yes. I wanted flowers, purple flowers, they had to be purple. I wanted beautiful purple flowers, roses, morning glory, lavender, and I wanted them arranged lovingly into the shape of a name. The name of someone I've admired for so long, more than I could ever admire or love anyone. I wanted those flowers arranged into the name Michael Legg. When the young florist asked why I wanted flowers in the shape of my own name, I asked her to sit down because I had some terrible news. Prince is dead. She understood immediately. One of the world's greatest songwriters, musicians and showmen had died. And what else could I do but make it all about me? When I looked on the BBC website and read the news that Michael Legg's prince had died, I just wanted to curl up into a ball and exploit him. I looked through my entire collection of Prince albums, hits one and two, the best of Prince, uh, the very best of Prince, and tweeted about my favourite songs like a normal person would do. Purple Rain, Raspberry Beret and Purple Rain, to name just three. As well as rarer cuts such as When Doves Cry. But it just felt pointless. A great man is dead and no one knows that I met him and we have a strong connection even though I haven't and we don't. We all mourn in different ways and my way is to take the focus away from the deceased and put it directly on me. Through tears I tweeted Tim Burton saying how sorry I was that he had lost the composer of the Batman soundtrack making sure I put a full stop in front of his Twitter handle so everyone could see what I wrote and maybe think that I might know Tim Burton. I don't know Tim Burton, I don't even like him. But that's hardly the point. I am the point. Then I tweeted that, like Prince, 
I too don't eat meat, thereby letting the world know that a torch had been passed from the dead rock star directly to me and, as I was alive, I would carry on his great work of eating vegetables. Then I did the only thing that I could do when someone famous dies and you're a manipulative piece of shit. I wrote to Prince's estate, asking if I could attend the funeral, read out a memorial to me in front of the grieving, take some selfies of me beside dead Prince, and then defecate into his open mouth. They respectfully wrote back saying they understood exactly how I felt. Michael Legg's Prince meant so much to so many people, and it was only natural to want to read a thing about yourself at his funeral, take some fun pics of you and the corpse, and then to defecate into his mouth. It's completely normal. But sadly, so many people had already insisted they, they attend and shit in his mouth that they just couldn't make room for any more. Elton John, Kim Kardashian, Kate Smirthwaite. So many people wanting to show their disrespects and vulture the remains of the dead for money, fame and Instagram. I'm grateful to Prince's estate for their understanding and their promise of one of Prince's feet, if anything is left of him after the funeral. I'll Snapchat the foot as soon as it arrives, so uh, please link to me, yeah? Lots of people tweeted about Prince with respect, saying that they love his music and what a great loss his passing is. And lots tweeted about themselves, just like I wanted to. But none of them came close to the same desperation and neediness that I felt since his death and all the opportunities it presented. I hoped to find a kindred spirit, someone who loved exploiting the dead as much as I did. Thankfully, I met that kindred spirit. What helps us through the grieving process more than connecting with someone who feels as you do? I am so grateful then to David Walliams and his deeply moving, thoughtful and manipulative tweet. He wrote, Thank you so much at Brian Ferry for inviting me to have dinner with hashtag Prince a few years ago. One of the most unforgettable nights of my life. Let me read that again. I genuinely just got fucking angry again reading it. But I'm going to read it again, people. David Williams wrote, Thank you so much, at Brian Ferry, for inviting me to have dinner with hashtag Prince a few years ago. One of the most unforgettable nights of my life. That really happened. He wrote that in actual real life. And I thank him for it. I thank him for letting me know that he met Prince. I thank him for letting me know he is friends with Brian Ferry. And I thank him for sharing with us all that it was one of the most unforgettable nights of his life, despite him forgetting to say what made it so incredibly special. One can only dream of what might have happened that lovely, unforgettable evening at Brian Ferry's Fox Free Mansion with Prince dining with those two Cameron-supporting cunts. Delicious food served on the finest platters. While Brian says, Prince, do you like me? And David says, Prince, what is Sheena Easton really like? And Brian says, Prince, seriously, do you like me? And David says, Prince, can you play the guitar in real life? And Brian says, Prince, please like me. And David says, Prince, computer says no. And Prince says, I've told you 18 times. I'm Lenny Kravitz. You're both being racist. Um... Forgettable. I am humbled at David's complete lack of humility. 
He wasn't alone in being the online corpse fucker the second news broke of the tragic and untimely death of Michael Lake's prince, but his words are the ones that have stayed with me the longest. I will look at his tweet every single day for the rest of my life because it said everything that I wanted to, but also mainly because it's hilarious that Brian Ferry has still not acknowledged it. My friend said it is the single worst thing that anyone has ever posted on the internet, and that's an achievement in itself. But she is clearly jealous, petty and correct. David, just like I tried so hard to do, saw his opportunity and exploited it. And, as any Prince fan knows, if Prince stood for anything, it was exploitation. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hey, be nice to see you at a gig. I believe there's a Do The Right Thing gig coming up uh, in May. I'm not really completely convinced I was supposed to tell you that. Don't listen to that bit. Bye!